we're doing the Sefer HaMitzvah, this is the prohibition number 58, Mitzvah Nun Ches. This is the warning that we have been warned that we should not fear from those who are the heretics uh, at the time of war or to tremble before them, meaning talking about the nations, other people that were waging war again, not to be afraid of them. There is an obligation to be courageous and to strength, to strengthen yourself and to stand, remain in the lines of the armies, not to run away. Anyone who backs off and goes backwards is, is violating a prohibition. And that is what the verse says, in Dvarim Zayin Perichofalev, Loi Saritz Mipneim. Don't fear them. And it was duplicated. This prohibition is also in Dvarim Gimel Pesachov Beis, Loi Tirom. Don't be afraid of them. And the command has been duplicated many times as to say, not to tremble, not to fear, not to turn backwards at the time of war. Because I guess at that time, you are able to feel, fulfill the true words is when you're at war, not to be afraid. I mean, when you're sitting home, you're not afraid, you're not afraid. But when you're at war, that's when you can fulfill this. I think that's what it means here. The details of this mitzvah have been explained in the 8th chapter of Tractate Soito. So we're doing the Sefer HaMitzvahs, and this is the positive mitzvah 191. HaMitzvah Kuf Tzadik Aleph. And this mitzvah is the command that we have been commanded to appoint a kohen to speak before the people the speech of war. He has to give them the prep, the pep talk, just as they're going out to war. And they would appoint a special coin, as the Rambam will say, a Meshuach Muhammad. Those who are not fit to go out to war will return. He will have them go back. Whether it is because of their weaknesses, whether it is because their thoughts are preoccupied in matters that would cause him not to uh, go forth in this war, which are three things that the Pasuk said. Pasuk gives you three things that we don't find that person would be able to engage in war. Only after the Kohen gives a speech that these people are sent home, those who don't belong are sent home, only afterwards do you begin the war. That coin is called a Moshuach Milchama, one who anointed for war. In his speech, he uses the language that the Torah says. The Torah describes what he should say. But he also adds, within those subject matter, such words to encourage the people to war, and it will bring them that they should be ready to sacrifice their lives to be victorious for Hashem's, for our religion, for Hashem's religion, and for the revenge in these fools that are ruining the order of the settled world of Hashem. Those are the people that you're, war, that you're waging war against. 
This is based on the Pasik, where Hashem, may he be elevated, says in the Varim, Perik Chav Pasik Beis, Deuteronomy 22. When you get close to the war, the Koyin shall come forth. This is the Koyin that we're talking about. And afterwards, he instructs to announce in the lines of the army to go back home, those faint of heart, soft hearts, one who has built and hasn't settled or planted and hasn't yet eaten, or has betrothed a woman and he has not yet married her, as the Pesach explains. So these are the uh, three items. Is one who built and did not settle it, one who planted did not eat from it, or one who betrothed and he hasn't married yet. And this is what it says in the Pesach in Dvarim, Perichov Pesach Hey, chapter 20, verse 5, Deuteronomy, Vidibru Hashoitrim. And it says the Shaitrim will speak. So what does it mean? Before we said the coin spoke. Here it says the Shaitrim speak. So the Gemara explains that Dibru HaShaitrim means that the Koyen speaks. He gives over the words. But the Shaitr Mashmiya, the Shaitr goes there and gives it, explains it, and the Maxim, and he speaks it, he says it. It's more like a speech that he says, but they are the ones that have the people listen to it, they give it to, 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 to the people. This is all, uh, this whole system, which is the speech of the anointed of war, the coin, and the announcements about those who are going out in the field to wage war, about returning, this, 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 this uh, the conduct is not mandatory only when you are going for an optional war, which is Mechemes HaRoshus, which is an optional war, which is not to conquer the land of Israel, but that's to expand territory or somebody who's starting up with you. But over there we have to go through this halachas, these halachas applied there. But when we are talking about a Mechemes Mitzvah, that is when we're conquering the land of Eretz Yisrael, to inherit it, to chase out the nations from there, there, there is none of the above. There is no speech, there is no announcements, as articulated in the 8th chapter of Catholic Sacra. Over there, the details of this mitzvah have been explained. The mitzvah, positive mitzvah, the Sefer mitzvahs of the Rambam, this is the mitzvah 214. This is the command that we have been commanded that the chosun, a newly wed, should be together, be misyachet, together with his wife for an entire year. <clears throat> doesn't mean, together doesn't mean what the Rambam explains. He shouldn't go for his travels. He shouldn't go for wars in which you want to conquer, as opposed to Mechavis Mitzvah, but for uh, uh, just to conquer. And also, he will not be obligated any similar matters, but rather he should rejoice with his newlywed wife for an entire year from the day he married her.
that from the day he marries her. And that's based Omri Yisale, where Hashem says in the Vorim, Perik Chavdalet Pasik Hei. Over there it says, Noki Yiel Lebeiser Shona Achas, Vesimach Es Ishtoy Asher Lokach, that he should be clean to his home, clean meaning not being involved with anything else, should be clean and free, basically, for his home, for one year, and he should rejoice his wife that he has taken. And the Rambam says the details of this mitzvah have been articulated in the 8th chapter of Tractate Sota. We're doing the Sefer HaMitzvahs and we're up to the mitzvah 221, Reish Chof Aleph, in the positive mitzvah. The, mitzvah. the positive mitzvah, the Rambam says, is the command that we have been commanded in the law as known as Yifas Toyer. Basically, a beautiful woman. This is talking about the procedure with the beautiful woman that you capture while you were at war. That is based on the Pasik, Omri Yisale, in the Vorim Perik Chofalov Pasik Yuralov, Viroiso Bashivio Eishis Yifas Toyer. You will see in captivity a woman of great beauty, and the details of this mitzvah have been articulated in the beginning of the tractate Kiddushin. Prohibition number 263 in the Sefer HaMitzvahs, Mitzvah Reish Samach Gimel. This is a warning that we've been warned not to sell the Eishis Yifas Toyar, this beautiful woman that was taken from captivity after you had been intimate with her uh, at the time uh, that you, when you conquered the city as explained in its place. And that is what Hashem says in Dvarim Chofal of Yudalet, If you no longer desire her, you must set her free, but you cannot sell her uh, for, uh, for money. The Sefer Mitzvahs the prohibition number 264, this is the mitzvah, the warning that we've been warned also, besides selling her, we learned before, but you're not allowed to enslave this Yifastoyar, this woman of captivity, after you have been intimate with her. When I say to enslave her, what do I mean? Don't treat her, make her like a shifcha, like a maidservant, and you're going to let her in your house just like the other uh, maidservants who work in a manner of shifchas, in a manner of slavery, a manner of being a servant. This is the command Hashem says in the Varim Perik Chofalopos Yudalad Loisis Amir Bo you cannot uh, dominate over her, be her boss, uh, her master, and she a servant because you had afflicted her, because you were with her, then you cannot do that anymore. The language of the Sifri, what does it mean? It means don't use her. Uh, so here you have learned, explained to you that these two prohibitions 
you can't sell and you can't work her are these two prohibitions are warning on two separate matters and they are first of all that you cannot sell her to somebody else and you can also not leave her by you as a maid servants but the Torah tells you she set her free so also they explained our rabbis explained the same idea the word Amir. It says when somebody steals someone or another person, you kidnap him. And then it says, Vis'amer boy you mechore. Vis'amer boy, what does it mean of this? Once you have worked him, which is, you took him into your possession and you used him. The Torah then says the death penalty for the person that does that. So what does Vis'amer boy means? That you made him work for you as a slave. That is what Vis'amer. The laws of Yifas Toyer have been articulated in the beginning of the Tractate of Kedushin. Uh, the prohibition number 311, Sefer HaMitzvahs, uh, in the Rambam, uh, the Mitzvah Shin Yud Aleph. So this is the warning that we've been warned not to take the chosen from his home for a year, for none of the service that need to be service, he doesn't go out whether it's for war or anything else but for an entire year we exempt him from any obligations that would cause him to take him away from his home he needs to be able to be home and that is what Amri Yisale what Hashem says in Devarim Deuteronomy 24 5 he should nothing should go over him for any matter the Gemara in Soita is as follows. It says, it says that he shouldn't go out to war. So you might think that he only is not allowed to. Lo yotza, don't go out is only when it talks about war. But what about other things? Let him fix the ammunition, the, 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 the warm vessels. Let him supply maybe the water, the food, the, 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 the pipeline of the other. In other words, the backup. Maybe not go to the war. That's why the Pasik continues, the Gemara says, He shouldn't pass for any matter. So, it says, so the Gemara says, for him, you don't move over, but for other people, you could go for other things. But the bottom line is, he does not do anything. So since, the Gemara asks, since he's already not doing anything, it says, nothing, so why does the Torah have to specify he shouldn't go out to the army? He doesn't do anything. He, he just stay home. So includes army too. Why does it specify? It says you're going to violating two prohibitions. So if you take him to war, you're doing two prohibitions. You're taking him to the war and you're taking him away for, from other things which he shouldn't be doing. So there's a double prohibition. We already explained in the third rule, that the, in, the, in the ninth rule, in the introduction, the Rambam gives, sets up the various uh, klolim. So over there we explained that not, not everything that you would be two violations is going to be two separate mitzvahs. Because here we're counting 613 mitzvahs or the 365 prohibitions. So this doesn't mean that it's going to make it necessarily two separate mitzvahs, even though there is two lavens. And 
you should know, he says, that this is not only a law for the, for the, for the city, that they're not allowed to take the chosen away, but this is actually an obligation for the chosen himself, that he's not allowed to leave his home, which means to travel for an entire year. This is his obligation as well. The details of this mitzvah have been articulated in the 8th chapter of Tractate Saito.